your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Level Podcast. Powered by Double T 97.3 alongside Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. Of course, this episode, like all of our episodes, brought to you by our friends at Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Level, uh, we're recording this a little later in the week than we normally do, and you know, because of a little uh, blunder I had, but still getting together. How are you doing this week? <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you you kind of took some responsibility for that because it yeah, was, I was all ready, me. I was ready to go uh, at our normal time, but uh, you were like, "Yeah, I can't." I was like, "Ooh, that sucks." But anyways, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, since we last talked, um, went to Houston. Yeah, uh, got kicked around a little bit, which was understandable. I think Houston's really, really good. Sure. Uh, then came back home and. I don't want to say pulled off a miracle, but uh, had an unbelievable <laughs> comeback, uh, 17 points down against uh, BYU and, uh, and and beat the beat. So you lost to one set of Cougars and beat the other set. Uh, but uh, yeah, a couple of the new additions in uh, last week and you went one and one, but uh, you're still ranked in the top 25, kind of now in the midst of of a mini bye week, if you will. And then uh, you'll head to uh, Norman, Oklahoma on uh, early Saturday. Yeah, and uh, this league continues to prove to be exactly oh, what we thought. Well, I say exactly what we thought it was. It's, it's if better. possible, it's even more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how you want to judge these things. the The data, the data right now, basically suggests that you're you're pretty close to playing a quad one game nearly every time out. And I think I think it's eighty percent of the the league yeah. games projected as quad one games. That's crazy. Yeah, which which is in, insane because that's the that's the highest uh, you can hit on the on the the net ranking uh, right. as far as like meaningful uh, basketball. It's like because essentially what you're essentially what you're saying there is that every game you play is like an NCAA tournament game, and that's Pretty right. Well. I mean that's right, uh, and. Uh, but it, it's uh, I, I love it. It's fascinating. It's wildly entertaining. You just have to understand that everybody's going to take some lumps, man. There's just not anybody in this league that's going to be able to just rattle a ton of them off in a row. Um, and I mean, the two of the better teams that are projected as one seeds right now, and that's the reason I say that is that Kansas and Houston are projected like one seeds by a lot of the bracketology stuff. Okay, we're we're way early, but still. And they've gotten kicked on the road quite a bit already. I think the, those teams have like lost a combined four road games yeah. in this league. So that's just how it is, man. And so if you can go, uh, you know, g- get one on the road, it's to be celebrated. And fortunately, the Red Raiders have already done that against Texas, which all of a sudden has now had a bit of a – they had a hiccup last week, and then they've since won two in a row, two very tough games in a row. Yeah. Uh, so um, it, it, uh, it, it's – Again, it's the best league in the country, and I don't know how many national championship contenders you have in it, but I think there's probably some 
that can win six in a row in this deal after what you're going through in this league. But uh, yeah, you're you're looking at a eight, nine, ten bid league, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't think ten would be that shocking. You've had uh, seven bid leagues with a ten team league uh, in the past. So with fourteen teams, people may think ten's crazy, but it's. Well, I think I think even West Virginia, you could maybe look this up to to check me, but I think West Virginia last season, I think they got into the NCAA tournament with like a a seven and eleven record. I, I want to say that Oklahoma State last year was like an eight and ten record, did not get in. Yeah, they were close, but yeah, uh, they may have been the first that, team out. Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of that kind of tell gives you an idea, and that was before you, you added some of this. Uh, <laughs> some of this meat uh like i like i saw down in houston um and i think cincinnati and central florida and byu have all proven to be tough outs man um and they've gotten uh a, a, you know a piece of everybody uh, already as well uh so anyway it's uh you know and, and we've got what 13 more regular season games of it for texas tech so uh buckle up <laughs> so we do have a tiny moment to breathe i guess a little bit of a reprieve with the the open date why we haven't had this open date in the past right is this purely because you don't have the big 12 sec challenge anymore so it leaves a small opening on the schedule or why why did the big 12 decide to do that this time around well it's because there's no big 12 sec challenge and i think they typically used up what they could have had as a mini bye week and then they had everybody play that game on that yeah. last uh basically last Saturday in January or first of February, whatever it would have been. And and now that that's gone away, now you can kind of work in uh, a, a little uh mini mini buy for everybody. I think this particular week Texas Tech and Baylor are not playing uh but I think everybody will get one of those weeks where you'll kind of have I think everybody's playing on all the Saturdays. They're just going to let you take a break in the middle of a week and, and skip uh, one of those rotations. But and for Texas Tech choice, you know, you needed it. Um, I think you were you were tired. Uh, you were a bit worn down. I think specifically uh, Grant McCaslin had said that Joe Toussaint just mentally, physically needed a break. He had carried you know this team for several weeks and. You know, nobody, you know, gets knocked down and pushed around more than he does. Now, he always gets right back up. Yeah. Uh, but I think he had, he had, you know, he had struggled a bit last week. But I think part of it is because he just needed his body and and, and mind needed a, a bit of a rest. So I think that uh, it comes at a good time specifically for somebody like him and, and everybody else, too. Everybody. Right. You have to use it. You have to embrace it. Uh, I don't think it was one of these things where like, oh, man. You're playing so well. You'd love to keep it going. No, you you could uh, you could have used a, a break, and I think you uh, you got it. You know, because at some point the schedule catches up with you, and you just can't keep going. And then you show up and you get thumped somewhere. But I think I feel pretty good about your your two game road trip coming up because uh, you're, you're you should be rested and ready to go. Yeah. Um, by the way, quick check. You were absolutely correct. Good memory. Seven and eleven. West Virginia did make the NCAA tournament last year, uh, lost two points in the first round to uh, Maryland. But um, the last game that Bob Huggins would ever coach. That's true. Wasn't wasn't thought to be that at the time, but mm -hmm. very much was. Uh, so now we have time to think on it. You're 
before you head to OU, sitting at four and one, Texas Tech's in uh, in first place in the Big Twelve currently. A lot of basketball still to be played. How have your expectations personally uh, adjusted for this team, if at all, since since the beginning of the season? If you saw them as a a nine and nine team or whatever, have has that moved up at all? I, I think uh, I think before the season, if I'm being honest, I I wasn't certain you were an NCAA tournament team. I just I I don't know. I didn't know if you had the pieces, the yep. the talent, the depth. Um, it's a new team. I you know without having seen it, you knew the Big Twelve was going to be a monster. It's maybe a bit deeper than I would have thought. Although I don't know if it's quite as top heavy because even. I, th- I think you know the the middle of the pack is much closer to Houston and, and Kansas and the Baylor's than 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 them being some separate you know separate category or separation yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of teams. Uh, and, and now that we've gotten to this point, even though you're without Devin Cambridge for the rest of the season uh, and you're four and one after after five conference games, I think at this point I would tell you I'd be very disappointed if you're not an NCAA tournament team. Uh, there's a lot of non-believers out there, not in the tech space. Uh, but I think just people that are observers of this league, they just don't know if they've seen enough. It Part of this is because you're going to have to continue to earn respect uh, just because you, you weren't picked to, to, to do this. You know, sure. I think there's some questions are how for real you are. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody's out there going, Texas, Texas, I mean, they, they should win this league. I mean, you're not seeing that. Uh, you go win a few more games on the road and keep winning home games, that'll change, but that's going to be yeah. difficult to do. So, and I, I again, you know, you're like this next week, for example, I think a realistic, yeah, of course you want to win both, but a realistic goal, yeah. if you could just figure out a way to win, to split those and then continue to win at home. I mean, you're doing just enough to kind of hang in the, hang in the race there. Um, you know, because if you, if you keep losing on the road, you come home and it's like, you have to win. Like, it's not like the pressure is really on you to win your home games. Um, and yes, you won in Austin. Uh, but yeah, so I I think my expectations would, 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 would have changed a bit for sure. Uh, in that I think now if I, if I say, Hey man, you're going to end up missing the NCAA tournament, you would go, yeah, like we, you, you must've just really, struggle down the stretch and again adversity is around the corner man i'm just telling you sure that's that's just the way this league is going to work you you know like a former coach used to say here uh peacock today feather duster tomorrow um (laughs) and uh and that's just kind of how how it goes i mean look at what like prime example is like rodney terry last week Oh yeah. Running, run him out of town. He's a, it's a joke. I mean, he's, he's worried about the wrong stuff. He's whining down. about. Yeah. Yeah. Like we would never celebrate winning a game after, you know, all the stuff. I mean, and he's then just they jump doing, all over the place, but yeah, well, but then they, you look up and they go beat Baylor, a top 10 team at the time. And then they go to Norman and win. And all of a sudden now he's more like the peacock than he was the feather duster. So that that's how quickly it can kind of, I mean, I've had people that have been in this league before, like assistant coaches wise go, man, you just get to where you're like on top of the college basketball world. And then you get also get to points where like you literally go, are we going to win again? Like, can we figure out a way to win another game? Because it's so hard. And when you do win, especially the meaningful ones, but that's the, that's the power of the league, man. And it's, it's going to get, it's better this year than it was last 
I think it will be better next year than it is this year, just based on what you've added. Sure. Um, and it's it's got a healthy amount of respect, but the the computers or the the net rankings, the data that's out there, it loves this league, uh, and and rightfully so. Uh, so. Yeah, it's not like the computers are telling you something your eyes aren't seeing. I mean, no, it, it's no. it's backing yeah. up what your and, eyes are seeing. And my eyes are telling me that BYU is a nightmare. My yeah. eyes are telling me that after seeing those boys from Houston up close and personal oh, like I goodness. did, I don't want any more of that. Uh, personally, uh, I don't like it. Wasn't I didn't I didn't leave that going. God, man, I wish we played these guys in Lubbock. No, I mean, <laughs> let, let somebody else deal with that. Yeah, that's uh, good enough. <laughs> yeah, and then Central Florida goes and makes seven baskets uh, against those guys. I'm like, after they um, went at Texas. <laughs> yeah, this, this league so. makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> From night to night, but it also is one of the best things to watch on TV because you don't know what you're going to get each night. I mean, it is truly um, that reality television that you. And what makes about. the news is the road wins. That's what really makes the news. It does. Um, if, if you know, and like over the weekend, you know, uh, Oklahoma pulled one off against Cincinnati. Iowa State pulled one off against TCU. That's what makes news to me. That's what like gets me to go. Hmm, okay. Right. But then what does Oklahoma do? They turn right around and they get bombed at home against Texas by 15 points. Yeah. I think that's Texas's fifth straight win in Norman, Oklahoma. Wild to me. That uh, is crazy. In those terms. Because um, Tech hasn't had a lot of success in, no. in Norman and it's not a, a it's daunting not an place, to tough place to play. No nope. way. So, yeah. So how do you approach that game? Because Texas just does win there and, and really it wasn't that close against against OU um well wh- wh- you, you would have you would have preferred that Oklahoma beat uh Texas right. I think um I think it's easier because what this comes down to and that's why this league is so good the coaches and players are so good but ultimately this the the, the sense of urgency changes and and that's a real thing like like when you're three and oh and you're going to Houston and Houston has just lost two games on the road, you're getting them with a major sense of urgency. Yeah. And so Jamal Shedd plays the best game of his entire career. This is maybe an all-conference player that played one of the best games you've ever seen. He wasn't letting his team lose. You come back and play BYU and Pop Isaac says, hey, man, I couldn't let my team lose. We had to win at home. You know what I mean? And so it's all about sense of urgency. And that's what worries you about playing Oklahoma. I mean, I listened to Porter Mosher's uh, post-game press conference, and he kind of talked about this, but he talked about, he's like, we've got to be ready to go. We've got to bounce back. We, you know, and, and and that, when you start hearing those things, those are real. That's what, you know, and so guys uh, respond to that typically. And it doesn't mean you can't go win, but it, it's just sometimes it's about when you play people, not necessarily even where. True. Uh, and, um, yeah, you'll probably get uh, a pretty – focused effort from Oklahoma. Um, you know, they were, they were ranked as high as like eighth or ninth or 10th in the country, mm-hmm. uh, back, uh, several weeks ago. Then they've lost, uh, since, uh, been on some hard times lately as they've lost three conference games, but, <clears throat> but that's kind of, that's kind of where you're at. Uh, they, they gave up a 19 to four run, uh, against Texas. And, and so, you know, uh, but they don't, they don't scare you on paper, but they're going to have that sense of urgency card that they're going to play, uh, and you better be ready for it. And you can tell your guys so much 
you know, that, hey, they're going to play hard. We have to match it. We have to play hard and, and all that stuff. Well, duh, coach, but until you get out there and, and, and get get involved, you know, you're just not real sure what you're going to get, but we'll uh, we'll see. Okay, so our first question is going to be you having to uh, break out your crystal ball and rub it up pretty good. Uh, first one is, which is more likely level? Texas Tech finishes top five in the Big 12 this year or Pop Isaacs finishes on the all big 12 team. That one is yeah, like you, you, you want to try to figure out how good this league is. Try, try to pick you a first team all league. Exactly. I mean, whoa. Pop, and, as and, we sit and record, this is the leading scorer in big 12 play, but there's a lot of games to be played still. Yeah, and, and I would say if you're top five in the league, he's probably it's 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 probably the question that's being asked is probably goes hand in hand. Yeah, I, I think ultimately you can average a ton of points, but if your team didn't win, you're not getting the nod. If you finish top, you know, five in the league, much higher than you would have been predicted. Yeah, you, you know, then then he 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 would be recognized as at the minimum a second team All Conference guy, especially if he can keep this up. And and play at, at the at the clip that he's he's at right now, which he's averaging what nearly right right at about seventeen a game or sixteen point five or something uh, right there. Um, but you can finish top five in this league, yeah. I mean, I really think you can. Uh, I think uh, you, you know to to do that though, it's going to require you winning pretty much every home game left. You still got a trip. I mean, and, and you've got. I mean, if you just look at your schedule on paper. It's a bit. It makes me sweat a bit uh, because. <laughs> You know, the, the easy ones should be like Central Florida and Cincinnati at home. Okay. I don't necessarily think those are going to be easy, but on paper, that's what it looks like to me. But you still have to, have, you, Kansas is still coming in here. Uh, Baylor's coming in here. You have a hard time beating Baylor. TCU just wore you out in this building last year. Mm -hmm. They come here. And so you know, that's going to be tough enough. And you still, you know, uh, I mean, like you could look at it on paper and go, you know, West Virginia at the bottom of the standings, they're not any good. Well, you, you don't – you see what they did against Kansas and Texas? Crazy. <laughs> you know, um, Oklahoma State, bottom of the standings. Well, I'm just going to tell you, you, you've won like twice uh, over the last like umpteen years in Stillwater. Right. You know, for whatever reason, it just – you know, so – it's hard to play that game on paper, but you can finish in the top five, but you're going to have to be really consistent and you're going to have to stay healthy. Yeah. And if you do that, Pop Isaacs will get, will get what you're asking about. He'll get the nod and be recognized as a, at the minimum, a second team, all league player, maybe even first. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of ifs, but I, I'm with you. I do think it's a possibility. You're not, I mean, you're, you got to have some respect for being four and one up to this point when most people would have had you two and three through these five games, if not three and two. Um, Leah asked a question level from Twitter saying how many members of the current men's basketball team will be eligible to return next year? Well, the, the only, uh, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think Demorion is, is this is it for him. I think mm -hmm. it's it for Joe. I think it's it for Warren Washington. Uh-huh. Uh, it would have been it for Devin Cambridge. But he's got a but, red shirt or medical. Yeah. He could do the if medical wants, red shirt. If he wants already, it. Already, and I think that's the plan right now. Um, yeah. I think he's going to stay and come back. Grant has talked about that, uh, publicly. 
that's it, right? That, yeah. So I mean, you're you're gonna, and then you're gonna obviously there'll be some more movement, you know. Sure. You, you've got to go replace Drew Steffi's scholarship. You you've got to you know go get another guard and another big, and then you know and then you know replace Demorian, um, which is different than Darian. So those are two different people. Sure. Um, so we're clear. Um, and then and then you'll see if you know the, the some of those younger players do they want to stay in the program? You know Lamar and Jennings and Ey and you know, McMillan the... is a senior, but he's still got another year. Hey, right? Chance McMillan can come back. Kerwin okay. Walton can come back. Uh, Darion Williams can come back. Pop Isaacs can come back. Uh, you know if there's anybody else, you know. But but most of this you 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 should have now. Granted, this is not necessarily how it works, right? But you you could have a pretty good core. To come back, uh, you know, you just never know how it's going to go, but you could have a pretty good core coming back. So we'll kind of see, see what, what that looks like here in a few months. Yeah. Leah already looking ahead to, to well, next year, but it, that's just roster management is typically, oh, yeah. you know, a full-time, <laughs> full-time gig man right now, uh, the way the things work, but because you, you, you know, this, this is why you were kind of bit of a bind and why people didn't think too highly of your team. Because when everybody else was putting their roster together, you you were trying to hire a coach. Exactly. And then when you, yeah. by the time you hire a coach, it's like I got to go through this whole deal and go, do we want this kid back? Does this kid want to be back? Is there right. some mutual, you know? And, and so you know, it just your process took a long time, and you're you were lucky to get like the Warrens and the Joes and the Cambridges in here you know i mean you hopped on darion williams and chance mcmillan quick but other than that it it, it was uh you know you kind of threw up some hail marys and and you know they they got they were caught so thankfully yeah we're gonna shift over from basketball um this is a kind of a random one from the the twitter this one from biff please level can you give us an update on the adidas contract is there anything to update there yeah, not that I'm aware of. I mean, you know, it's uh, I believe you know th they haven't released anything publicly. I guess they're not allowed to. Um, yeah, is that even allowed to be anything well, until the other one expires? Or I, I guess not. Um, you know, it's uh, you, you may not get terms and all those things, but it, it's a as I understand it, ten year deal. Um, you, you get you get money and gear, which Under Armour really was just just gear uh, apparel. Yeah. Uh, there was no like, you know, I, I think there's uh, I've heard uh, th these are the things I've heard. Uh, we'll, we'll find out what's what's uh, true and all that. I believe there's like some donations or, or, or some of this money's uh, potentially go to like something like the Matador Club. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if that's specific or if it's just like a, this is earmarked for your collective or, or whatever for NIL, sure. Sure. whatever. Um, I think, you know, obviously Mahomes is, is heavily involved here. Uh, you'll hear things like there's going to be a lot more billboard type activity around town with with like the Pat Mahomes or a, even a Lionel Messi. Uh, I've even talked to a um, somebody that works in like the high school space from an apparel stuff and like, you know, Adidas is not uh, it's not a, a I don't want to say the word recognizable, but it's not one of the things that a lot of the high schools in in lubbock west texas use a lot of mm -hmm. it's not readily accessible under armor is mainly the under armor and nike i guess kind right. of or, or, or one of the main deals but you can get ready for an influx of 
of, of Adidas uh, being widely made uh, available to even not just tech fans or, or from tech standpoint, but just in general. Um, yeah. uh, and I think, uh, you know, I, I think Pat Mahomes is actually going to, I'm probably giving you more than you wanted here. Um, Pat no, Mahomes I think is actually is what we want. Pat Mahomes is actually going to, I believe, uh, be in charge of, uh, I've heard this, this, and I, I, I believe it to be true that he, he'll be in charge of designing mm-hmm. one edition of your football uniform. And I believe that may not be until like year two of this deal. So that won't be initially, yeah. uh, but like year two, uh, I don't really know, um, how much the, like, Pat Mahomes logo will be involved with everything. Is it on everything? Is it just on football? Is it on some stuff? Is that, is that more in year two, three? Is that initial? I I don't know. I've heard uh, that like, you know, football will be like wearing a lot of his cleats. I've heard that one of the rumors is that um, from a basketball standpoint that, you know, Trey young was really close to becoming an Adidas guy uh and rayford young was really pushing for texas tech to you know rep the trey young aspect of the so that's kind of a a weird dynamic um anyway i think i don't i probably have told you more than you wanted uh but that's kind of what uh what i could tell you at this point no i think that's a good update there for a lot that don't know um okay so one more thing that's coming up we haven't hit this point yet uh, but this week, the ACC released their schedule. The the uh, Big 12, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong on this date, but I believe January 30th, which will be uh, sometime next week. Early next uh, week. Yes. Early next week will be the date that the Big 12 releases. Unless, its- unless, unless one of these, uh, one or several of them, because we, we do this with the NFL. Yeah, NFL. It's like they leak it. They kind uh-huh. of there's there's this trickle, and if you if you if you have time and you want to pay attention, you can start kind of compiling it based on these clues and and all these right. things and eliminating dates, all this stuff. But then we've also I've already seen this with the ACC, uh, the a few ACC schools like Louisville being one of them, like accidentally published the the whole schedule on their website yeah i think um, smu might have done something okay, a little yeah. early it's, too it's yeah. like uh yeah some some Which social so- media or some website uh you know manager uh for the school is like oh Oops. yeah because you you publish these things and 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 then and, and you kind of don't like this isn't live yet but this is like once we're ready to go we just hit a button and all that well Sometimes you know somebody doesn't check a box and it just goes live. If you know what you're it's looking for, too early. It. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that's right. So, um, otherwise, we'll see it next Tuesday. But so, yeah. yeah. So January 30th is the scheduled time for for the release. Here, is there anything particular level like we know the teams you're going to play and know where you're going to play? Is there any specific game <laughs> yeah. that that would be yeah. favorable for Texas Tech? Iowa State in September, <laughs> October. That's the one I expected you to say. So yeah. we know. Uh, so Man. yes, that's what I'm. Uh, I, I I think uh, that's weather related. Sure. Uh, I think uh, I I tend to think playing Arizona early uh, would benefit you um, with a new coach and okay. some. I, I I you know some, you know interesting things going on with their program and some okay. you know I I think that uh, I I would tell you that playing Iowa State 
is good for a variety of reasons, not just eliminating zero degree temperatures like the last time that I was there, but uh, when well, you were there too, um, but th they typically are a team that gets better. I mean, this last year is another prime example. They are. Uh, th yep. They they typically are slow starters and and fast finishers. Mm -hmm. uh, now, granted, you know when we were there two years ago, you you did beat them, but that was one of the worst years that Matt Campbell had had, and that is more of an yeah. exception rather than the rule. Sure. But I, I think there's I, for 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 those reasons, I think that you you know playing Arizona and maybe Iowa State earlier on or initially would would be a better draw than than later. Um, that makes sense. Um, yeah. What about so you've got? And you can correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but I believe you're going to play a home game the weekend of Thanksgiving you because will. you've got that Friday uh, against Texas A&M in basketball. Mm -hmm. So. You obviously want an attractive game there that's going to draw students to to want to come back to Lubbock or never leave or whatever. So what what is the best possible option of your home games there? You, you know, because you're going to get um, and make sure of the five games you get: Colorado, West Virginia, Baylor, TCU. No, excuse me, not TCU. Baylor, Cincy, uh, Cincy, and Arizona State. Correct. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I think you just spin the wheel there, man. I don't know if there's like one that you're like, Ooh, I, I really would love to have this one. I don't know if, cause you could make the argument uh, that you would, you know, your biggest draw next year could be theoretically Colorado. I bet it is. Yeah. You, you, you could make the argument that you don't want it on that weekend because it may hurt your ability to draw because it's just going to be harder to draw that weekend anyway, you know, kind of okay. thing. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not real sure. I think um, let's play it this way. Uh, cause, cause the, what do we say? Baylor, Arizona state, Colorado, West Virginia, and then what Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, you know, maybe you play like an Arizona state and maybe you hope to, for it to be cold. Okay. Yeah, that's probably a different way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, you know, I think you're right it, on the approach of hey, you're probably not going to draw great there to begin with. So maybe have you have your easiest game there. So an Arizona State or a Cincinnati, maybe. Would yeah, be and, the, and you the hope best option. You, you hope that it would be very meaningful, and so right, you know, maybe maybe you are. We are looking at it like you know, maybe you you. I just know how. I just know how it works with people and people love their holiday and they love to Absolutely. sit home and watch football on those weekends. And they typically don't, some may, but people typically don't change their plans to do something, you know, that's not out of the, out of the norm. And, and most folks won't, or, or students and, and, and other folks will, will not be in town that particular weekend. Right. But yeah, you're going to play AM on basketball on that Friday night, and you are going to host a home game, I believe, on that yeah. Saturday. I think you've even like pushed the Big 12 for that. And I think they were like, yeah, man, you know, I believe. Yeah. And so, yeah, I believe that's going to be one of your home dates for sure. It's going to be yeah. a busy week for somebody like you and I for sure. <laughs> and you got to think that basketball game will attract more to the football game as well, just because yeah. you haven't now, played AM in so long. Well, but you're also only, you know, you're only trying to get, uh, you know, 15,000 as opposed to of course. 60. Of course. Yeah, that, that's that's part of your problem. But, uh, and, and typically like the Friday night, uh, granted you played at Texas this past year on Black Friday, but typically that's not a major 
football stop what we're doing night. It's more right. of Thursday and Saturday are, are more of the, the issues there. But hey, who knows? I'm just sure. But that that's what's going to happen, and so kind of we'll see what the, what that looks like when we get that schedule for sure. Yeah, it should be very interesting uh, coming up next week to to see that schedule. Well, level. Uh, I'm going to request you head to Norman and pick us up a win. Okay. And keep hey, Texas Tech in first place. My last trip there. Oh, that's I true. I don't envision a scenario to where I'm going to Norman, Oklahoma for any reason anytime soon. Yeah, I don't uh, see why you would. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way to go. <laughs> that's for sure. I've uh, been there plenty of times, uh, football and basketball over the years, but uh, yeah, this, this is it. Uh, so, uh, we'll pour one out and hopefully you leave with a win and I won't nice. miss going to the, the Lloyd Noble center. That's, uh, <laughs> it's not a, I don't know. It's not like an intimidating environment, but to be fair, Texas tech just has not fared well there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we'll see if we can't get that, uh, get that changed. Uh, be great. And, and again, it's all about sense of urgency, you know, and it's harder to have that sense of urgency when you're coming off of a win versus a loss. So we'll keep an eye on that. Sure. Absolutely. Well, level travel safe. And uh, we will talk to you uh, on the other side of the game and hopefully talk about a win. Sounds good. Woodman. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And thank you to Cantex roofing and uh, everybody at double T 97, three. We'll talk to you next time. For sure. That's Chris level. I'm choice Woodman. It's been the ask level podcast brought to you by double T 97, three. You've been listening to the ask level podcast powered by double T 97, three.